0: Let's take a minute and give it up for podcasts. Am I right? Um, no, but seriously, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way to make podcasts. So let me explain. One, it's free. Two, it literally gives you all the tools you need in order to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which is amazing. Um, also, the best part, in my opinion, is that it'll distribute your podcast for you. So you can hear it on like, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere you listen to podcasts pretty amazing and you literally have to do nothing the other thing is you can make money from your podcast there's no like minimum listenership required so that's kind of cool um but yeah seriously if you're like into podcasts and thinking about making one i would check it out because it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place um so yeah go ahead download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started what are you waiting for Hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Serena. I'm Victoria. And this is our podcast, Femme Noir. It's a podcast where we basically talk about movies centered around women. So we're going to talk about movies that are written by women, movies that are directed by women, or movies starring women. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Serena. I'm Victoria. And this is our podcast, Femme Noir. It's a podcast where we basically talk about movies centered around women. So we're going to talk about movies that are written by women, movies that are directed by women, or movies starring women.
1: Okay, now I have to read off of something, so ignore the fact that I'm not um, looking. Ignore the fact <laughs> that I'm reading. Okay. Uh, so every episode, we'll be giving our first impressions of the film based on the trailer and our first watch of the movie, and then break down the film and discuss... Uh, notable scenes, things that worked well, or worked against the themes of the film. Uh, Later, Serena will break down costuming and clothing style in a little fashion corner. Afterwards, we'll discuss if, how, and when the film passes the Bechdel test. And if you aren't familiar with the Bechdel test, then don't worry. Um, I'll explain more in detail later on. Finally, we'll give our final scores, 10 stars being a perfect film needing no improvements. Five stars being a flawed movie, but still watchable, to where if it came on again, we wouldn't mind it. And one star being, should have kept it in the drafts. Should (laughs) have kept it on the cutting room floor. Um, And we'll end with similar movies that we would recommend if you enjoyed this movie and some other films by the director. So the movie that we're discussing today is Wonder Woman 1984, which came out last year in 2020. Because it's 2021 now, written by <laughs> Dave Callahan, Jeff Johns, and Patty Jenkins, and directed by Patty Jenkins, starring Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, Chris Pine as her love interest, Steve Trevor, Kristen Wiig as Diana's co-worker, Barbara, and Pedro Pascal as the supervillain Maxwell Lord. The film follows Diana, aka Wonder Woman, adjusting to life in the year 1984, where she becomes... Oh, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> The movie follows Diana, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, adjusting to life in the year uh, 1984, where she comes across her past love, Steve, and two new foes, Max Lord and the Cheetah. Thank you, IMDB, Cheetah. for that synopsis. I just reworked it a little bit. Um, so we can start off with first impressions. I don't know if you saw the trailer before watching this movie, because I didn't.
0: I, I did. I saw it a couple times. A couple times. I was excited because when when it was like supposed to come out last year, I was still working at a movie theater. So we got the trailer really early and got to see it because we have to like know all the movies that are coming out. So we had to watch it pretty early on and I was pretty excited. I like the first Wonder Woman. um, But yeah, I think like initially I was like, yes, I'm so excited (laughs) for this. and I think everyone else that I knew was also like so excited to see this one.
1: I forgot, now that you mention it, yeah, it was supposed to come out last June, and yeah. I did see a trailer for it, like, on accident. I think we went to, like, <laughs> some movie like that, like, previous Christmas, like, Christmas 2019, and they were playing the trailer, at, like, that early. I completely forgot. I forgot yeah, all about the trailer. Yeah, they came out with it so early.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it feels like this movie, like, obviously, it just came out, like, Christmas, was it Christmas Day, or was it, like, the week of Christmas? Christmas Day. I don't Day. actually remember. Christmas Day. Mm-hmm but it like i actually forgot that it was supposed to come out like in the summer right 2020 it's It's kind of interesting because
1: i was watching an interview um or i didn't watch the interview actually it was a a written interview with andy Mm -hmm. samberg for um Mm -hmm. palm springs which came out on uh also in the summer i think july and it was uh uh, premiered on hulu and like select drive-in theaters but he was saying how it was almost kind of um like, beneficial for like that film Palm Springs and other streaming films that um, those bigger name films were getting pushed because then yeah. um, they didn't have to compete because then if Wonder Woman came That's out like true. around that same time then um, definitely because Palm Springs is kind of getting like uh like award circuit buzz like they're they're really yeah. pushing for it Hulu
0: is and they, definitely
1: movie. they would not have a chance if Wonder Woman had come out when it did yeah it totally would have over- overshadowed that it that would it have been really success. sad actually
0: that would have made me sad because that that's a great movie and i think it it does you know deserve the buzz that it's getting yeah that's interesting
1: totally and it is kind of like interesting too that they really flipped the way it was marketed wonder woman because it was definitely at first just like a superhero movie and that kind of stuff but it became hbo max's selling point like yeah they they really like
0: held back because i i get most of my like movie advertisements and like what's coming up what's coming out um from instagram so I don't remember seeing anything on my, like, Instagram feed about Wonder Woman until way closer, and then when I did see stuff about Wonder Woman, like, closer to the end of last year, 2020, uh, I can't believe it's scenery, (laughs) um, it wasn't even, like, from Wonder Woman itself, like, I had followed, like, like, Warner Bros, and, like, all that stuff, and, like, DC, and I swear, I wasn't getting the the trailer mm-hmm. from like dc warner brothers whatever i was getting it from freaking hbo <laughs> like the hbo channel was pushing it harder than like dc dc comics or even like Gal Gadot, Patty jenkins they follow both of them too and i just thought that was interesting
1: yeah it totally flipped like it became like not its own movie it was like it like the only reason you should get hbo max is like for this movie like, to watch yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Because all the other ones are supposed to come out on HBO as well. Oh, they did, like, a deal. Warner Brothers and HBO Max, yeah. Yeah. So all their movies that is Warner Brothers are supposed to come out on HBO Max now. um, In theaters and on HBO have, like, simultaneous releases because of COVID and everything. And that's how... Because I remember... uh, What's his face? Christopher Nolan was, like, really pissed with, like, Tenet and stuff. A lot of people were, like, really upset. But, I mean... If no one's going to the movies, like, you gotta do what you gotta do.
1: <laughs> it kind of reminds me, I mentioned this to you before, um, about how Lulu Wang, who uh, directed, wrote and directed The Farewell, mm-hmm. that was 2019 um, that it yeah. came out. But she pushed for a theater release. She got an offer from a streaming service that she never disclosed. But she chose to um, take a deal that maybe wouldn't guarantee her as much money because um, she didn't want her film to become part of a brand and I think that's a perfect example right there because Wonder Woman definitely became the HBO Max movie and now all those movies are like the HBO Max releases
0: yeah even like Disney Plus I feel like Soul came out and it was oh tune into Disney Plus and there's like all these Disney things but you can't watch it unless you have Disney Plus so I guess we'll we'll find out what Warner Brothers and HBO Max are going to be doing I feel like that's the only reason both of them are kind of staying afloat right now to be honest, like, unless you're just like an indie movie slash television person like like us, <laughs> no one really watches that much on HBO Max. <laughs> like, there's not like as much like mainstream. Like, it's really going to be like, um, like, what did they have? They had. They have like Cartoon Network
1: had... stuff. But yeah, no, they they're right. Exactly. It's oh. like, what besides Wonder Woman? Like, I know that they were just yeah. trying to get like,
0: they were like TV exploiting wise. it, basically. Yeah. TV-wise, I think they had, um, it was Game of Thrones, and uh, the other one, Tessa Thompson. I do not know TV. (laughs) It was, um, dang, what a blank. It's, (sighs) you can cut this out,
1: you can cut this out. (laughs) We'll just cut to when you remember.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna remember it. I'll remember it. If I I shout the name randomly throughout this podcast, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Dang it. Westworld. It was Westworld. Oh they're right. They're <laughs> Those were right. the two like big HBO ones. And then they well, technically they ended. I think they're doing like another um they're doing another season. Yeah, they're doing like a sequel or something, or maybe Oh it, like a spin off. They're doing some type of spin off okay. for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right, right that was rough <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you remembered and that's what matters yeah. now you won't have to edit as much <laughs> just a little bit okay so first impressions of the movie i thought um it would have been a lot better in a theater it was really hollywood with the explosions and the fight scenes and stuff yeah it was kind of lackluster on like a tv screen
0: um I yeah i definitely tuned out at some of the big like fight like the the one with the train i low like forgot or not the train with like the big like when the cars the giant trucks are like pushing together and she has to like push them out i like
1: it's boring almost that happened yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly um but i i thought it was enjoyable um a lot of people brought up the fact that and this i feel like is really um not foreign to dc or um, i don't watch as many marvel movies but i remember early iron man's did this too is they just have this obsession with like middle eastern stereotypes and like um they there was like a scene where like there was someone like random middle eastern man like wishing for like missiles and like nuclear weapons and like the way that she like (laughs) saves these like children that she like put in danger herself and there's just like a lot of that sort of like propaganda stuff which is really mm-hmm. awkward and weird yeah and is not uncommon for dc like i know in like uh, superman they were doing some weird stuff like that in like an yeah. iron man movie i remember there's like weird it's like same yeah, sort and of he, thing like, so.
0: goes to iraq or something yeah like but some the funny a part movie. was that in iron man they were his weapons that he created and he was like what the hell?
1: was that the plot i don't even remember yeah that's like, it's like the
0: entire time. like reason i guess he becomes iron because it almost kills him and it's his own bomb that he was selling technically like illegal or- illegally oh my god so like the enemy <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, <so laughs> it's like stupid. a whole thing <laughs> yeah
1: so that was definitely yeah. a little uh an interesting uh it's kind of bad but um
0: yeah the parts of- where that
1: wasn't happening uh, parts that got a lot of flack that um I didn't, I I don't know, I didn't really think at the time were weird, it was like that um, scene in the beginning where she's in the mall and she like saves that little girl's life and stuff like that. A lot of people hated those scenes because I thought
0: they well, were I, corny. But I feel I like they, they okay. should have kept that one and got rid of the like obstacle course. Like they didn't need that. Yeah. They could have just started from the mall, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> there was no reason for the obstacle course scene.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it dragged on a lot for there to be no payoff later on. I thought it was going to come back, and it never did. (laughs) They never even Mm -hmm. talked about
0: it. Just just there for some reason. Like a half an hour of
1: that was a little much.
0: I think when I first watched it, like, I didn't mind anything. Like, I was just kind of enjoying it. I liked it. I definitely liked, um... I guess, like, the more parts that I resonated with were definitely towards the end of the movie. Um, Like, specifically the scene where Diana's, like... She doesn't want to give up her wish because she, like, is the hero and that's, like, what she's supposed to do. I really liked that scene when I first watched it and I really liked the scene um, towards the end when Max is talking to his son and his son's like, Oh, Dad, you didn't need to, like you don't need to be great for me to love you and I was like my gosh (laughs) what a great scene I love it um and I really liked Barbara but yeah I didn't necessarily pick up on a lot of like things that I didn't like except for I wasn't really that invested in like the beginning scene like it stopped and I was like why did they voice over that like where where are we and then the mall scene happened there was like a little bit of like disconnection there um but I was like I'm just gonna ignore it and then when I watched it like the second time that's when I kind of started to pick up more on like this movie's kind of all over the place just a little bit like yeah, didn't really feel connected and I remember watching the first time I was a little disappointed that there wasn't like a fight scene or anything because we're very used to like seeing a fight scene I feel like as an audience we're used to having that like fight scene and the fight scene was with Barbara who wasn't the main villain so it was a little weird that she didn't like fight the main villain ever even though technically he's not really the villain he was like the (laughs) like it was like a concept and i was a little confused i was like oh they're gonna talk and then i don't know i feel like in the first movie he she like physically fought Ares, and it was weird that she didn't like fight the actual villain in this movie i remember picking up on that and i was like that's odd (laughs) and then i completely ignored it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> continued the movie. Oh, and I got super excited at the end with the cameo, um with a uh, like Asteria the original Wonder Woman cast. It was pretty cool. Yeah, those after are my first credit thoughts. scene.
1: There's an after credit yeah, scene. Everybody, there's an after credit scene. Stay for
0: it. Oh, Hopefully but nobody's going to the theater. Watching so this if you've, I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> stay, not for, watching it. stay this if you for it. Stay on your couch for it, because there's definitely spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, um, this whole thing is gonna be very in-depth. We will talk about everything. Uh, watch the movie first, so you've probably been spoiled already. I'm so sorry if you didn't know. (laughs) It's fine. We're
1: good, we'll roll with it. I've definitely, we've talked about this before. I can't remember what movie we were talking about it with, and we talked about how women are given, like, internal struggles, and like guys are given external struggles especially Mm. it's it's really apparent in superhero movies when guys like you said they have like uh there's a physical like object or like being that is oppressing them and they conquer this being and then they win and the movie's over and it's always Mm. um like for women they're dealing with something that is their own of their own it's either their fault or like their manifestation (laughs) or their emotion yeah or
0: like someone else's like emotion towards them and they're like oh well they keep thinking this so now I have to be extra tough on myself to not be like a stereotype or something Hmm. yeah
1: it's like weird struggles (laughs) it's yeah it's like weird complicated struggles that like guys never have and I think well in um the first Wonder Woman like you said she was given sort of like something to conquer but then in this one I, I feel like um I don't know I don't know there was a little bit of both it was interesting like how there was kind of like only an A story like there wasn't really like a B story going on maybe like the Barbara one you could say is kind of like a little side plot but then that one ends up becoming the A story as well so
0: yeah there's no clear like this it's it's a very very unclear movie it's very because there's also the whole thing with her trying to like fly and her flying was like (gasps) more (laughs) successful than her renouncing her wish and I was like okay that's fine, but yeah. a little weird. Like I loved to see that Wonder Woman fly. I actually kind of forgot that she could fly, and then this movie was like, "Yeah, she flies in her invisible jet." And I was like, "Oh, that's right." I forgot. And about the I invisible literally jet. just <laughs> finished watching like cartoons about Wonder Woman. Like I knew she could fly and in had an invisible jet, but yeah. I completely forgot about it when it came to like the movies because they didn't even touch any of that in the first movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Those are good, those are valid criticisms. There was something I was going to bring up- oh I can't remember, I wish I'd written it down. Oh, what was it? It was something that you said- what did you say earlier? You were talking about stuff that you liked. There was
0: something that I liked- About the dad? Or about (laughs) Barbara? Actually, I was, like, more invested in Barbara than I was in Wonder Woman, to be honest. Like, her entire, like, I guess, like, finding her confidence physically was way more interesting than watching Diana struggle over a man, to be honest.
1: And no, totally, (laughs) yeah. It was kind of upsetting, like, I mean, it's kind of cute that they were, like, a cute couple and that whole thing. I'm a little tired of, um storylines that like are about <laughs> girls but then this like suddenly there's randomly a guy involved like yeah i don't know
0: yeah. like was... in the beginning of the movie she's just like wandering around and then she's talking to barbara and they start they're having a great conversation and then for some reason they have to start talking about love and then it's like i loved a guy once <laughs> and i'm like right <laughs> like I get it that's a very relatable feeling like I feel like everybody has that feeling like it's not specific to women but it's it's like we've seen it we know <laughs> like you could have said something else
1: <laughs> yeah and it's not like I would say it's um, I think that for a movie that was trying to tackle such profound um, themes and like profound um, what would you call it like trying like to ideas? like discourse about like um so like really intense um morals and like yeah like dichotomy of like the good but then also evil and like within everybody and that kind of stuff and i feel like it was kind of shallow for them to yeah. be like oh her biggest <laughs> struggle is yeah she's like, not over him and stuff <laughs> really it felt like a cop-out i was like that they could have done something like, like ex- very extreme yeah. You yeah wasted a really
0: I would have been pissed if my power was, like, seeping out of me and this other girl was getting it and <laughs> beating me up. Oh, Come yeah. on. Are you kidding yeah. me? I would have been so mad. I would have been, like, how do I get stronger? Like, even if I wanted him, I would have been, like, mm-hmm. in the gym. Like, I would have been going back to, like, regular basics of, like, working out. Like, all right, I need to start <laughs> training. Like, let's go. I would have been like, yo, you're going to be fight. <laughs> my sparring partner. Like, let's go. I got to get stronger because apparently <laughs> I'm losing my power. And I was like, she's just going to, like, chill like that. I...
1: Mm. yeah i yeah like that's all it took for her to like really like give up on things um yeah. for a lot of people it like it took a lot more, I don't know, I think
0: yeah
1: yeah they they could have done something that really was profound, the way that they yeah. set it up, the way that they again, there was no drawback to that first scene. they really could have made it profound if she revisits. Her, like, you know, that. that yeah, like, she who is she talking She never references to? it. She never talks about it. She never thinks about it. They could have yeah. had her think about it a little bit or something. Yeah,
0: it was weird. Um, it was like completely for the audience to be like, we're going to set up the theme of the movie, which is like <laughs> truth. But I feel and like it didn't they didn't do that done very well. Way because she does it in a voiceover. Uh-huh. And then the voiceover ends. And then there's like credits or like the opening, the opening title scene. And then it goes into like the mall and you're just like, who are you talking to? Like, what was, what was that? Why? Wait, what was the voiceover? It never goes back to like, there's no time difference. Like, it's just a random, like, it's not even a flashback. It's just a random scene of her childhood for like, basically no reason except to tell the audience something. Like they could have done that in the first scene where she like tells the little girl, like, oh like they could have easily integrated that into the mall scene instead of having a completely separate scene. Like I don't know if they were just running short on time or something, but like honestly, so unnecessary. So unnecessary. Like short on time, it was two and movie. a half hours. <laughs> I know, so long. that movie so long. actually fell really long the first time I watched it. Yeah. I was like, dang, this is this still going? It did. And that's probably why because it was so like there were the the natural clocks i think that our bodies are used to when watching a movie it didn't really follow that because there wasn't like a big fight scene at the end it was way earlier in the movie and then i don't know it felt weird and then there was like an after credit scene and then the scene where she sees the guy again i was like "Ah, we're still going on about this (laughs) like it felt really long and it's probably because they didn't really follow the natural like plot structure that like we're just used to as an audience um yeah yeah like i think really about it's odd. like 40
1: minutes into the movie and you still don't know like what like who the villain is like 40 yeah. minutes into the movie and you're still chilling like you're still in act one like it's a long <laughs> yeah, of it's
0: time weird it's weird <laughs> yeah and then like i'll be honest we've seen the movie like a couple times now and i'm still confused as to who the real villain. like i get that the villain was supposed to be the it was not a physical villain
1: Exactly. but they sure
0: made it seem like it was Barbara and then they sure made it seem like it was Max and was like actually it's neither of them it's this concept that we concept. kind of addressed but not really like we told you that it was a thing but yeah the physical form was you know these guys and then well it had to not be a physical fight so odd it was really odd
1: it, was Very, doing really, weird. They, it had the potential I think I can see what they were trying to do but yeah um it 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 really fell
0: flat did yeah. not hit Already, the mark. like disconnected yeah <laughs> um going back to steve's character i do like steve really liked him in the first movie he's like a great like i guess like male example to have in a film and he's a great companion as a male to be like with a female in a movie because he never really overshadowed like any of the women in the movie, which I loved. Um, I think his character is written really well. I don't really like how they utilized him because you were saying like, or I guess we've both mentioned that he's kind of just there. (laughs) Like he doesn't really have any reason to be there other other than to be like something for Diana to struggle internally for, whereas like I feel like either... I don't know, it's really weird how they bring in this character because he comes in and then they never address the fact that, like, he took over a guy's body. (laughs) Yeah, they do a little bit, but it's
1: kind of (laughs) unethical.
0: It's like, is he dead? They don't know. They never ask that question. And then they were just completely fine with that being, like, reality. Like, that was it. Like, he's seen some things from, like, the first movie, but that's a little... I feel like they accepted that a little too, too quickly. I feel like she shouldn't have trusted him that fast, to be honest. Especially if he doesn't look like him. She was just like, oh, it's Steve. And then we saw that it was Steve and we're like, <laughs> but this man looks like a completely other man. And she was like, you are Steve. That's weird. Um, yeah. But going back to his character, I guess.
1: <laughs> On the first watch, I didn't really think about it. I was like, oh, I guess, I guess that <laughs> makes sense. I don't know.
0: Oh my gosh! Me and my brother both looked at each other and were like, "Are they not gonna talk about the fact that they like killed a dude?" Maybe? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like like, at the Zad. end they show
1: him alive, so <laughs> he's fine. Yeah, I guess it's okay. Do we but even they... know that
0: guy's name? <laughs> no,
1: I does he have a name?
0: <laughs> I don't remember.
1: <laughs> I can look it up. <laughs> Guy in Oh my goodness, <laughs> that Chris Pine is
0: in. Chris Pine takes
1: over um (laughs) I always did appreciate
0: that Chris Pine's character in both the first and the second movie they do this trope twice and I I love this trope I will always love this trope where he's like fighting it's like a normal human fighting someone like there's punching and then the like superhero with all the powers is going through like seven times the people and he's still like fighting (laughs) the one (laughs) guy i don't know why i find that funny i will always find it funny (laughs) doesn't matter the movie's good or bad i will always find it funny (laughs) he's like a little puppy like (laughs) helping great okay get this
1: the guy that he he takes over Mm um his name in the credits is handsome man (laughs) handsome man handsome man played by christopher Polaha, hmm. or Polaha?
0: to be honest. I didn't think he was that handsome. Not my type, really. You can't have Chris Pine in a movie handsome and then name man. the other guy handsome man. There he is. Like Chris Pine's the better looking one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> save it. Save it <laughs> for the fuck, Mary, kill corner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fmf. <laughs>
1: so we'll do we'll do Chris Pine. We'll do handsome man, and then we'll, okay, Steve. We'll use his character name, Steve, handsome man, and then
0: well, what? Max. <laughs> what? Max. And then yeah, and then Max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. Okay. Which one? Mm. That's hey, a good one. Uh, that's gonna be tricky. <laughs> do you want to we- do? We'll think about it yeah we'll think about that one for a little bit longer
1: let's yeah let's both do it do you want to do it too let's both do it yeah okay, yeah
0: i'll do it that's fun <laughs> yeah that's i'll go fun. basically just off of aesthetics <laughs>
1: and that's valid like outfits or like
0: <laughs> no 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 <laughs> that's not fair because <laughs> they had the like same you. wardrobe steve and handsome man he didn't have any other clothes oh yeah he handsome man's clothes that's true yeah <laughs> that's not fair to them that's Maxwell true. wears a suit and he's sweaty half the time.
1: That's true. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd there still like hit <laughs> it. Like, sweaty, uh, sickly looking. I'd still hit it.
1: That's fine.
0: <laughs> you can have your Speaking of Maxwell, yeah. his character, like, Pedro Pascal did a great job playing him. Great job. He probably, between him and Christian Wig, I think those two. Their acting probably carried the movie because I'm gonna be honest, like I've never thought that Gal Gadot was like a great actress, but she's perfect for like DC kind of stuff because she's got that like corny like, she almost has that <laughs> like gonna... cartoony type feel to her. So I do like her as Wonder Woman. I just like like this is kind of her like niche. I think that she could like kind of be is like the like she kind of plays that like nice little cartoony like corny pretty uh but also like funny like she does those like really well but i've never thought that she's like an amazing actress but Kristen wig i was really impressed with and then pedro pascal i was really impressed with they really kind of they carry this movie to be i feel like the movie skills. was almost
1: a disservice to pedro pascal like he went like, he went all in. he went
0: so hard so hard <laughs> The movie was like his acting was too good for this movie
1: I totally agree. Yeah.
0: I liked his character too. Like I thought it was interesting and I feel like this is again part of the like disconnected feel because his character was super I feel like they had a lot of depth and then with him becoming the stone which also plot as a plot point is like a really weird thing to just throw in. Like his wish was to become a rock. Not to be, like, the most powerful or to be, like, I'm gonna grant- like, he wanted to become the talisman. I don't really get it. Like, maybe <laughs> it's a comic book thing. Yeah. I was like, why do you want to become a rock? And then I just immediately dismissed it the first time I watched it. But the second time I was like, that doesn't actually make any sense to me. Why you would want to become a rock. But other than that, and the whole, like, dang it, I started this off talking about how I liked his character and now I'm about to, like, rip it apart. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit of like a rule breaking type thing a lot with his character as to whether or not like if he's a stone and someone wishes like there are a lot of times he's he like i need your wish and then they would wish and then like it's supposed to be that they don't get another wish like he had this thing where he would go up to one guy and he was like did i what's your greatest wish in the world and then he said it and then he's like did i already ask you what your wish was And then he was like, yeah, you asked me yesterday. I got a new, like, Tesla or something like that. It wasn't a Tesla, but it was some kind of car. Oh, we have to cut that out? he's like, dang it. And he has to move on to, like, another guy to get, like, the wish. But then, like, in the plane, when he's talking to Barbara, that's Barbara's second wish from, like, The Rock. So I don't know why she got her second wish fulfilled. And then, there's, like, (laughs) another scene before that, when he's talking to his son, and his son's like, I just wish that you were great, Dad. And then he's like, no, don't wish for that. And, like, the wind blows show you that like a wish was made but then like nothing happens i was a little confused (laughs) yeah like he he
1: takes something from everybody but then it was it wasn't clear what he took from his son if he took anything
0: yeah which was weird and i know you tried to explain this to me earlier but i still don't really understand why he needed everyone's wish to like heal (laughs) if it also made him physically sick (laughs) the whole time well at this
1: point i (laughs) I don't know if it even is worth anything to defend it um (laughs) this is this is definitely to me textbook hollywood movie they get you to suspend your disbelief while you're in the theater and it's not meant to be watched a second time and this movies like this honestly make me value good movies that much more movies that i can watch a second or third time or fourth time and they hold up and i notice new things and it only deepens my connection and my emotions for it rather than makes me hate it because definitely the first time I watched it I was like she's really good da 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 watched it again and I was like you know what this actually wasn't that good (laughs) it uh it's a little uh "Uh." so I don't know um
0: yeah things I guess that didn't make sense to me but I did like the whole I feel like if they had just stayed along the lines of him trying to be great to impress his son like that whole thing, I feel like if they just stayed with that, it yeah. would have worked out really well. Yeah,
1: it got out of hand pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, it kind of veered off course. Yeah, because it started with being about a son, and then it like wasn't about a son. It was about being great, and then it went back to being about a son when he like renounces his wish. Yeah, and I was like, wait, so what is it like? I'm so confused.
1: I would argue it wouldn't. It didn't even need to be that big. They went way too big. I think on this, they they really really didn't have to go as grandiose as like he wants to like take over the world and stuff. They really didn't even have (laughs) to do that for him to be uh, villainous or for him to be scary. It didn't have to be that big. Would have seen
0: him. just The child neglect was
1: scary enough. Like I know he (laughs) just like
0: left the kid and it was like, "Oh, where's my son?" And we're like,
1: "Yeah." So they they Girl. could have kept it really wrapped up and and neat, but um I guess you know, blockbusters they they want it big. They gave her the budget and she took it and ran. So <laughs> I respect the hustle, but
0: that yeah, it wasn't it, good. <laughs> it wasn't that good. Yeah. And then Barbara's character. They <laughs> I okay, I loved Kristen Wiig's acting in this. I actually thought she did a great job because audience members I feel like don't really know her for having a more serious role and I know she's done other roles that aren't like strict comedy movies like it's kind of like action adventure comedy but she's always kind of played the comic relief and I really like she got to play like a not comic relief character in this one because I feel like she was kind of pigeonholed in that comedy thing because she was big from like SNL and Bridesmaids um and I thought she did a great job I'm a little upset that her character wasn't like more utilized because they kind of just like don't ever go back to her character after her fight with Diana like they show like one sequence and she's just mumbling she doesn't even say actual words and then you never see her again especially if the beginning of the movie they set them up to be friends and so it was a little weird that they stopped becoming friends so fast like I know Diana was like I'm holding back my punches I don't want to actually hurt you kind of a thing like just pronounce your wish but it seemed a little like a little odd that i guess like she wasn't trying harder to be like friendly to her like they were very like that's a very surface level like that seems like if you're watching like a zombie film or like a zombie movie or something and people meet on the first day like first episode maybe episode two they're like okay uh i just met you we need to survive um you're really good at like catching deer and I'm really good at fighting the zombies. So you go catch the deer, I'll fight the zombies. Like it seemed like that shallow of a friendship type of a thing. Like I only need you to survive type of a thing. Like we're the only two women here. So we have to like each other. It kind of felt like that (laughs) (laughs) except for like when they were talking with each other and like when they saved her, like I actually thought they were going to be legit friends. And then immediately, as soon as the powers came in, um, as soon as like the whole like she basically diana basically drops barbara to go and like save the world kind of a thing and then barbara's completely a part of saving the world and the whole deal and she never like they don't really have a conversation about real things other than just for like the plot like every other conversation after that is round your wish you're better than this your humanity and then barbara's just like you're not going to take this away from me. You're so used to having things. And I was like, I don't like that. I know. That's <laughs> I what's unfortunate. This is it
1: really felt like um that's like tropey, like women yeah. characters. Like they were like, here's the popular girl. And then here's the nerdy yeah. girl.
0: And, yeah. and like, they no. hate each
1: other. <laughs> like, okay, we've seen that like- a lot. <laughs> a lot of these things were just tropes. So
0: Yeah. And, like, at the beginning when they're, like, talking and hanging out, I legit, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, are they about to date? Like, are they about to kiss right now? Like, (laughs) they set it up so well. And then they just dropped it. And I was like, okay. Like, they had way more, like, chemistry, more, like, friendship type actual bonding experience in the first, like, what, like, 30 minutes of the movie? Yeah. And then as soon as the turning point of the plot happens, every, it's just downhill. Yeah. It was, it wasn't great. I didn't like that. <laughs> I just scrunched my nose if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> oh are we gonna Sweet put it like on Indian audio things. stuff and on like yeah oh, okay okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's, cool,
1: that's cool that's cool okay I'm good okay because we're at 37 if you want to do your fashion thing
0: yeah I don't really have anything else to, to say about the movie itself like those are my main things about the movie um but it was an 80s like vibe oh i didn't really get a lot of 80 vibes 80s vibes except for like the opening scene the scene where barbara goes and works out and like when they showed like the television cassette thing <laughs> with the the tv set and you know, it was all old school i didn't really get any other like 80s feel from it like you can watch a stranger things and it'll be like a wide shot of like trees and a kid riding down the street and you'd be like that's an 80s television show like immediately this one didn't have the same like 80s vibe but their outfits were amazing and so i'm gonna use it as a segue to talk about my fashion bit serena's fashion bit (laughs) um yeah i really like the fashion in this one all of diana's outfits are pretty much amazing um my favorite one is the one that she wears um after she takes steve they're like going through the train subway station or whatever and they're on the escalator and she's got like the coat and like the vest and like the collared shirt and like the high waist pants and it's so sleek so clean love that fit um she's also completely right about the outfit with the scarf that steve hated that handsome man (laughs) says that he likes later that's a good outfit you should yes he should have worn that outfit he shouldn't have been mad about it it looked way better than what fanny pack he chose okay um barbara however she had she has some cool outfits and probably the most consistent thing of the movie is her arc with her character by wearing the outfits like there was more consistency in how her character like physically changed throughout the movie than probably anything else in the movie if i'm gonna be honest because when it opens or when you first see her, you see her and she's like walking and she's kind of like really covered up, right? And she never really wears anything that isn't like, I guess like quote-unquote modest, like there isn't anything that shows a lot of skin, but she comments on someone's heels and they're like cheetah print and she goes, oh I love those, those are so cute. And then throughout the movie as she like kind of turns into this character, the villain cheetah, she wears more like animal print things and her outfits get a lot more elaborate and like fancier, cause there's like, there's the uh, the outfit. So she starts wearing heels first, and then she's like, "Oh, I can move around the heels. This is awesome." She's like, going through and like men are talking to her, and she's like, "Yeah, leave me alone," <laughs> which is like a very real feeling. I get that feeling a lot. <laughs> leave me alone. Um, but there's a scene when they go and they talk to the they talk to the like shaman guy. The one guy that knows about the stone and like the civilization. And she's wearing this like fur jacket. And I was like, that's a fit. (laughs) That fit was amazing. It was. And I was like, That's so cool. But she consistently just gets like cooler outfits throughout the movie. Whereas like Diana is wearing like outfits that are super cool in the beginning of the movie. And then as soon as they go to the Middle East or whatever, she wears she gets this like jumper. And I swear she wore that outfit for so long. <laughs> and I was like, why? Why is she wearing this one outfit? It felt like forever
1: would you that she say, was wearing that outfit. Do you think it would be linked to Barbara gaining power and then Diana losing power?
0: Maybe. That could be it. Because it felt like it was really weird. I was like, Diana feels a lot less like, you know, cool, sexy Diana. That's so probably maybe, maybe why. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, that's probably why. And I why. was like, interesting. Because then one when cool she gets her power back movie. she gets that cool Asteria like the metal the golden like bird thing. And then like Barbara's just a straight up animal. She's just like cheetah.
1: That's like the predator and then Wonder Woman is yeah. like the prey, the bird.
0: Mm. Right. That was kind of cool. That scene was a little confusing to me too. Right. Actually. I think I talked to you about this earlier, but the <laughs> the whole fact that um, Barbara got her second wish Was to become number one And like be an apex predator And then Wonder Woman renounces her wish And she gets her like regular powers back It doesn't make any sense that Diana Should have won that battle Or that she True. was Like Barbara was taken down by electricity Of all things if Bar- if Diana wasn't Because Barbara's supposed, is supposed to be, to be number better. one yeah. yeah And I was like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> And like it was such a short fight, I didn't. Uh.
1: Wonder Woman eighty four more like plot holes than there's eighty
0: four of them. <laughs> Yikes! Back um, be the title. But yeah, that's all this. I have for my my fashion bit. That's all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <Do-do-do>. That's
1: it. <laughs> more importantly, now we're going to talk about who- um oh, yeah, who the men. who in this movie? Yeah, but men specifically because like we're trying to respect women here so even though i'm gay and serena's ace we're gonna rate men and the way that we're gonna rate them is we're gonna fuck one marry one and then friend zone one
0: yeah you know that works also it's funny because like neither of us are straight yeah (laughs) like i'm asexual (laughs) so my attraction is based like purely off of aesthetics personally um and then victoria your identity. <laughs> <laughs> She's like I'm gay.
1: <laughs> so this will be fun. She Today pointed to do... her
0: pride flag in the background. We're listening to this, and not. She pointed to her pride flag in the in the frame. Um, if you're listening and not watching this.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm forgetting that we're gonna do it just audio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You have to cut this out. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to go first?
1: Yes. I really do. Okay. Because, um, okay. For this movie, we are going to be categorizing Steve, Chris Pine, um, Maxwell Lord, Pedro Pascal, and then Handsome Guy, played (laughs) by (laughs) Christopher something. That's his name. Christopher Colaha. I got it off Letterboxd i would fuck chris pine i would he's fine and period i think i would marry Pascal's pascal
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait are we going based off of their actors or their characters
1: well he, he chris steve is as hot as chris pine
0: so That's true. Period. But, like, I, being asexual, (laughs) am gonna also take into account their personalities. (laughs)
1: Okay. Okay, then you can pick. (laughs) Yeah, because honestly, Pedro Pascal, like, in the movie, like, okay, because what Maxwell Lord is his character. Mm -hmm. Basically the shittiest husband possible. He's divorced. He doesn't give a fuck about his kid. He sucks. I would marry him. He's very marriable. And the
0: man seemed very nice at the end
1: um nah I'm gonna friend zone that guy <laughs> I'm in a friend zone that bitch nah he's boring he looks boring as fuck so nah he, he'd be he's the type of guy that I'd be like at 2 a.m I'd be like yo you up and then he'd text yeah. me back at 8 a.m and he'd be like oh no I was asleep How's your day and I'd be like you know what fuck you because I was trying to get some dick and then you just didn't you motherfucker so that's the kind of bitch he looks like so fuck <laughs> like no i'm friends I on that sleeping
0: guy. At 2 a. like a normal person
1: <laughs> yeah fuck that <laughs> no way because you you already know steve would text you back he would have your ringtone on up so high oh and he'd be like goodness. i'm on the way that's why you i would marry know. steve
0: i would only have <laughs> sex with handsome man one time and then <laughs> once <laughs> if i if i you had sex with people i would have sex with him one time and then uh just to try it maxwell i would a friend zone him and it would be one of those friend zones where it's like you think we're friends but we're definitely not friends <laughs> damn <laughs> you know you have, you have those that's like, my guys. husband
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> you're rude
0: uh- the disrespect, but that's dinner the parties tea. are gonna be
1: awkward because I'm with him, you're gonna be like, Look, well, he
0: thinks you're friends, I just put up with him because <laughs> I love you, not him. <laughs>
1: okay, that's fair, <laughs>
0: that's how that would go down.
1: Let us know in the comments <laughs> who you would FMF,
0: actually. Yeah, that would be really fun. Guys. I would love to know, men. If you're watching this or you're listening to this and you also want to take part in our FMF, um. Please. That'd Please be so do. much fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. We should have like polls and then like every week be like, here's Spending who won. <laughs>
0: Whatever. Here was the best one. <laughs>
1: the most fuckable. The most marriable the,
0: and the most friendly. The results on the for yeah. MF for this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: So now I have to read off my script again for this next part. Um to close off. Um, our film talk and our film analysis, we're going to discuss how this film passes the Bechtel test, if it does at all. And for those unfamiliar, I'll give a bit of background on the test. It was conceived by American cartoonist and graphic novelist Alison Bechtel in the 1980s as a measure of representation of women within a fictional work. There are three parts to the test. Uh, One, it should feature two female characters. Two, the female characters should talk to each other. And three, their conversation should be about something other than a man. Very bare minimum, but even with just the small criteria, many films don't pass. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to make it impossible for us, but I like to add um, a little subtest to the first part um, and say that the two female characters need to be named. So for the purposes um, of our discussion, um, in order for the film to pass, it needs to have two named female characters who talk about something other than a man,
0: yeah, it can't be like drunk girl number one, drunk girl number two. I know we made yes. handsome man a character in this, but like for the Bechtel test, he would not be considered a character,
1: yeah. So if it's like bechdel whatever, test plus girl, whatever, then that doesn't count. She needs, a yeah,
0: name. sorry,
1: <laughs> yeah. This movie's great because it passes like immediately, which is amazing, yeah, like,
0: right off the bat, so it's really rare, cool. yeah. That is really weird. I can't think of a movie off the top of my head that, like, is this mainstream of a movie that passes, like, immediately that isn't, like, a rom-com or something.
1: Yeah, like, even Birds of Prey. How did that one start? She's talking about the Joker. <laughs> so that one, like, does Shoot, doesn't... you're right. Yeah,
0: she immediately yeah. starts talking about the guy. Huh. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, so there there really isn't a lot. But this one's really great. Because I think that she has a conversation when she's young and she's about to run the... the course and yeah so you're too young dah, dah, dah. that's a conversation she and it was like that. it was um she had a name i don't know her name but the woman who the, the general yeah i think she did let me make sure before we like
0: they talk at, she's the one that tells them like or that tells her like you cheated you don't win and that's the truth diana you have to be able to accept that kind of a thing and she was in the first movie too i loved her character she's also played by the lady that did um princess buttercup in princess bride so i always thought that was really fun because she's still still doing stuff that's cool (laughs) but yeah yeah, i think that's the first time and if it's not then it's her talking to diana's mom about her being able to pass or like finish the course so that she's gonna be fine
1: yeah so it does it definitely does pass in that first scene which is cool
0: and i think like Barbara and Diana talk about work and just about life before they even talk about love and like men really yeah. they talk more about their their job and their interests and their passions before they talk about men so I do I do like that about this one even though their like friendship kind of went downhill their like beginning was really good
1: yeah I think so too I think that's why I felt like that there was chemistry I felt that same yeah thing.
0: There they had so much chemistry in, in the beginning. It was
1: deeper than like, because Barbara wasn't <laughs> a utility in the same way that like Steve was a utility. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, she was like her, Barbara had like, more depth. <laughs> he
1: give her like fluff dialogue, which was nice. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah she had like meaningful dialogue. Yeah. All right, so I guess now it's time to like score the movie. So you said ten out of ten is like it's a perfect movie. Five. Is kind of, like, the cutoff between I watch it because it's fun to watch, not because it's actually a good movie. And then one is, like, I'm not going to watch it again. This wasn't good. Yeah, and like, one one watch,
1: like, was a mistake. <laughs> was <all I> <laughs> That's one. <laughs> it was a
0: mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even finish the movie. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess I'd probably give it, like, a six, personally because I would watch it again I would just have to make sure that I'm like not gonna pay attention to it that much because there were scenes that I, I did like I thought it was fun I can kind of just zone out and like watch the movie and enjoy it um if someone else was like oh do you want to watch Wonder Woman I'd be like yeah sure I don't care <laughs> it's just like a high rating it's not a 5 though I think it's, it's a little bit better than like like there's elements of it plot wise that I like a little bit more than just it was cute Kind of a thing.
1: I feel that. I would probably, yeah. I'm like, I'm between like five and a half. Definitely, yeah. it's like a put in the background while you clean your house movie. <laughs> for noise. Put on for the
0: kids <laughs> in the house. <laughs> There's like kids around, I'd put this movie on to entertain them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and then
0: maybe come in at my favorite parts and watch over their shoulders and then go back to whatever I was doing
1: yeah the only reason I would give it like a shot is because it's like there were parts I liked I really did Mm -hmm. like Barbara's character and I liked that chemistry um the way it was written was cool even though it didn't really have payoff and um yeah there were a lot of cool scenes even though they they were um spliced together ineffectively (laughs) um they were they were good individually so I if 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 it had been um poorly executed individually i would have given it less i think but yeah because i liked them sort of like by themselves there's like some enjoyment so like five and Mm -hmm. a half i think
0: so i guess we mentioned we were also going to mention movies similar to it um i know victoria has some picked out already um but i can only think of like dc movies like if you liked this movie other good DC movies are obviously the first Wonder Woman, but then Shazam I thought was also a really good one. I think Shazam personally I think is a little bit better than this one. Um you might like Shazam though, if you liked this movie. If you haven't seen it or given any thought to like D C and this was like the first D C movie you watched, try out Shazam. That one was pretty fun. That was a fun, fun, fun movie.
1: And they're making a the second one. So if you like getting invested in the series, <laughs> you can watch the second Shazam when mm. that comes out. Um, the other ones that I was going to recommend, um, so the first Wonder Woman as well, I would also recommend, because honestly I think it's better even though I'm not a Marvel fan, Captain Marvel I thought was really good. Um, yeah. A lot of the things that we said Wonder Woman lacked, um, Captain Marvel, that one is uh, directed by Ryan Fleck and Anna Boden, so also um, a woman director, and that one's 2019. Mm-hmm um it had like that sort of like physical conflict yeah she like physically
0: that was a fun and it was like intertwined so it wasn't just her own emotions it was the fact that like she was like but i'm strong why not kind of a thing and i i liked that struggle a lot more than i'm gonna give up my powers because (laughs) handsome man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Handsome man, Steve, uh... <laughs> They're the same, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but the Captain Marvel's another like big Hollywood blockbuster one, so you get a lot of like that noise and action scenes and stuff, if that's what you're a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I would recommend the film Atomic Blonde, director David Leach, <gasps> 2017, um, with Charlize yes. Theron, because that one is another like kick-ass women um, protagonist. It's not directed by yeah. a woman. But um, that one if you is like fun. it when women kick ass, then you would really like that movie. And that one has we should explicit talk about that one. queer scenes on screen. So that's a really good one. <laughs> it's a
0: really good movie. And then yeah. I guess in that regard, on Netflix, The Old Guard, also Charlize Theron. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That one's also I believe has a female director, black female director, actually. Black female main character co-starring with Charlize, Charlize Theron. Um... another really great it's based off a comic book called the old guard about immortals and their whole struggle with that great fight scenes really great action sequence um really like that movie too yeah wow we did it this is our first (laughs) podcast episode we just finished it that's crazy a
1: hundredth attempt (laughs) (laughs) But I actually like this one. I think this is the one. Yeah, <laughs> not this to is get the
0: crazy, one. but <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening or watching whatever you're consuming this content on. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hopefully, you liked it. Um, you know, continue to watch them. We're definitely going to try and do this. Uh, I didn't say biweekly, bi-monthly.
1: Yeah, like twice a month. Every
0: two weeks. <laughs> we're going to do this every two weeks um so yeah i hope you enjoyed it please continue listening and um
1: if you have recommendations have... you can oh yeah it to
0: us. yeah if you're on if you're watching this and you can comment or i don't know if you can leave comments on like a podcasting site or anything but if you have like movies that you would recommend for us to watch we would love to watch them and love to give you guys reviews on them <laughs> so yeah i guess thank you for listening again um if you made it this far we really appreciate you um yeah have a great and lovely rest of your day
1: (laughs) (laughs) bye yay